I still do listen to The Who. Uh, well, I don't. You know, but but I, def- I genuinely would if I cared. Uh, now, I'm not trying to be funny there. I really would. And I, that's the message of this episode. And it's actually a serious message. You know, I'm not being silly. I saw just now a headline. Who warns against immunity passports? Uh, Lots of birds around, by the way, because it's early morning. Um, All right, I didn't read the article. I rarely read articles. I I like headlines. Uh, And often the the headline has got nothing to do with the article, but I like them all the same uh, because they're trying to tell a story too. Um, and often they're trying to trying to tell a story other than what the article is uh, talking about. Uh, you know, so that's a story in and of itself. It doesn't matter whether it's r- true or not. Right. Who warns against immunity passports? Uh, now, that's that business where, you know, someone catches... COVID-19 and then recovers, you know, and then the government gives that, that person a passport. You know, I've had it. You know, I've had it. You know, it's almost like getting a T-shirt. I've been there. You know, and um, there's a slight assumption that, um, that you're safe now from getting it again. Um, I think they might be warning against that for multiple reasons. They might be warning against giving a person who's had COVID-19 a, such a passport for multiple reasons. Yeah. One of them is, uh, one of them might be, that it's a bit like giving someone a tattoo on their forehead, saying, I'm a, he's okay, you know, and you might develop different classes of people. Yeah. It's a bit big brother. But another reason might be that I mean, it looks like you might be able to catch it again. Yeah, all these sorts of reasons. But that's not what this episode is about. Uh, this episode really is about coronavirus itself. Yeah. Um, it's more uh, just about all the politics and of it and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah, uh, I haven't actually got into the science of coronavirus at all so far, now that I think about it. Um, anyway, probably won't. And I haven't really got into, you know, um, exploring ways in which we can best fix it and all that sort of stuff, you know, and how we can uh, reduce the tragedy and how um, we can be kind to each other and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I leave all that stuff to other people. It's well covered. Right. Um, But this episode is about... What was it about? I forget. I actually forget. Immunity passport. I had something on my mind. Oh, the WHO. WHO warns World Health Organization, you know. WHO warns against immunity passports. Now, the WHO, even in my episodes, has come under a lot of fire for what some of us perceive to be big mistakes early on, you know politicising the virus early on by being too China-centric and being too West-smashing and all that sort of stuff. 
and especially the politicising actions of its um, director general, Tedros. You know, uh, but then again, it hasn't come in for as big a smashing as, for example, Donald Trump has. You know, from me, I've given, you know, my podcast has given Donald Trump a bigger smashing than it has given the World Health Organization a smashing. You know, the World Health Organization and Donald Trump are in dispute. And um, there is a, a class of people who, if they are Donald Trump supporters, for example, they will defend Donald Trump and smash the who, and vice versa, there are people who hate Donald Trump who will who have this sort of strange logic that if Donald Trump hates the who, the who must be marvellous. You know, and there was a, a string of celebrities that got up to celebrate um, Dr Tedros, the Director General of the World Health Organisation, and the who recently in a One World concert. Um, yeah, sort of um, claiming that Tedros must be some sort of saint because Donald Trump hates him. You know, that sort of sort of logic, you know, which doesn't make sense, you know. Like, if Donald Trump hates Hitler, does that make Hitler a saint on the basis that Donald Trump's the devil? No, of course not, you know. But, but people do think like that, you know. Donald Trump hates the who? Oh, my goodness, said Lady Gaga. Tedros is a superstar because Donald Trump hates him. Yeah, is, is that what she was thinking? I don't know, but she said it and, yeah, celebrities. What are you going to do with them? Anyway, they have to make themselves relevant. Um, and, you know, they do good work too. Yeah, I shouldn't criticise them. They do a lot more good work than I do. Uh, but then again... You know, when something comes along like this One World concert in which, you know, celebrities are lining up to throw their support behind The Who yeah, and, and behind Lady Gaga, um, yeah, I can imagine all the agents fighting to get their guys onto the bill and if someone missed out, they'd be punching the wall. You know, there would be celebrities out there punching the wall because they weren't included... Um, and are they punching in the wall because they are they punching the wall because they didn't get an opportunity to help the who, you know? Because that's what they'd claim. No, I wanted to do my bit and help the who. Or are they actually punching the wall like f absolutely screaming and running around the their million dollar mansion um, because their agent, you know, and screaming at their agent, you should have got me onto that gig. What the, you know? And uh, what's that Paul McCartney got on? Get me on that gig, you bastard! You know, now what is what is on that celebrity's mind? You know, uh, are they concerned uh, that they didn't, you know, get to be compassionate and beautiful and um, raise money for the who? You know, for sick people. What is on that celebrity's mind, or is that celebrity just furious because it's it's very bad for that celebrity's career? That celebrity didn't want to miss out on a big gig. You know, which one is it? Yeah, look, I'm pretty sure I know which one it is, you know, in most cases. There'd be, look, 
it would be the case. The agents, you know, Lady Gaga would be approaching all these celebrities via their agents. I don't know. Maybe she tweets them. Anyway, all that aside, I actually don't know any of the answers. Like of, you know, but I like um, wondering aloud. Yeah, and you can fill in the answers, dear listener. Well, I'm my only listener, and I'm never going to listen to this again. Anyway, so this was about The Who. Now, The Who, you know, there are a lot of people who hate The Who at the moment because of, you know, some of their failings. Yeah, big deal, I suppose. No, look, it was a big deal. Um, but look, because of some of their failings. But having said that, they have, they're still, you know, day to day, since, especially since the early um, mistakes... Um, they made some mistakes early. Um, I, I chatted about that in other episodes. But since then, they've been working diligently, as far as I can tell, except when Tedros got attacked by Trump, you know, and he started going political again, which he probably had to, you know. He started politicising the virus again, like he had in the, in the early days, Tedros. And at the same time, he was um, lecturing Donald Trump not to politicise the virus. And he was politicising the virus in lecturing, lecturing Donald Trump not to politicise the, the virus. You know, he was saying... Um, there are other ways to prove yourself, Donald Trump. When he actually said that, you know, because there are, other, there are other ways to prove yourself too, Dr Tedros, you know, maybe when he said that, maybe that's when Donald Trump really turned on him. No one likes to hear a hypocrite, you know. But anyway, look, by and large, the WHO has been extremely diligent day to day trying to give the best possible advice to reduce deaths and... Dr. Tedros himself, you know, you know, I think he's putting his whole life, heart and soul, into um, trying to do the right thing. And I think he's doing a really good job, believe it or not, despite everything I've said. I think he's doing a great job day to day, you know, except for little moments where you make mistakes. And who doesn't? Um, he's done a brilliant job. Look, some of us don't make the sorts of, you know, some of us aren't corrupt. As cor- you know, he's corrupt, in some ways. Uh, some of us aren't corrupt in that way. I think Scott Morrison isn't corrupt and I think Jacinta Ardern is not corrupt. I think they're doing a brilliant job. You know, Donald Trump... Uh, it's not Donald Trump. Um, Scott Morrison and Jacinta Ardern, who don't like each other, by the way, but I think they're both doing a fantastic job of leadership. Fantastic. Yeah. If you're a... A ScoMo hater, a Scott Morrison hater, you'll be saying, "No, that's just rubbish." You know, Scott Morrison is a, is a pig. He can't be doing a good job. Jacinta Ardern, she's a saint. She's doing a wonderful job. But Jacinta Ardern and Scott Morrison are essentially doing as good a job as each other. You know, but the left wing people love what Jacinta Ardern's doing and hate what Scott Morrison's doing, and the right the right wing people are loving what Scott Morrison's doing and hating what Jacinta Ardern is doing. As if they're doing a different job from each other. You know, they're both doing a great job. You know. Um, but I think the World Health Organization has been doing a good job too. Now, there are people who, you know, are following Donald Trump's lead and hating, hating the WHO. Now, when a headline comes up like that, WHO, you know, recommends against immunity cards, there would be people who say, I'm not reading that bullshit. There would be people who, who are saying that, you know. 
And, and that's a pity, really, because even if you hate something like the World Health Organization for some politicizing they've done from time to time, you know, and even if the, that politicizing has been absolutely terrible and has killed millions of people, even then, um, we've got to listen to the World Health Organization, in my opinion, uh, because they're giving vital advice. You know, they're collecting all, you know, they are the collected wisdom of the world. You know, when they are passing it on, you've got to be able to sift through and know when they're passing on the good stuff compared to when they're passing on the politics. And it's pretty easy to discriminate between the two. So, what, you know, so if the World Health Organization is telling you some bullshit, you know, just figure out what's the politics and what's the, what's the science. You know? And um, every time they do politics, say, rubbish. And every time they do science, say, I'd better listen to that. You know, it's no good, in my opinion, just having this visceral negative reaction to anything the Who's saying or Dr Tedros is saying, you know. So when Dr Tedros politicised the virus, I thought, yeah, bad move, Dr Tedros. You know, bad move, didn't like that. You know, you're a bastard. You know, but then, you know, next paragraph, you know, as he's speaking... Um, he says, anyway, that aside, now I want to talk about what we need to do about, you know, social distancing or whatever. Then I'm all ears, even though I hate him. Yeah. He's got some, ninety. I reckon 98% of everything Dr Tedros has said has been science-related and has been good. You know, it just so happens that I enjoyed talking about the 2% of things that he did that were bad. But that doesn't mean the 98% of things that he's done that are good aren't good. End of episode.